0: Okay, well, you ready, Ben? I'm ready. All right. No, wait, I'm Ben.
1: War. War never changes. When atomic fire consumed the earth, those who survived did so in great underground vaults. When they opened, their inhabitants set out across the ruins of the old world to build new societies, establishing villages forming tribes. As decades passed, what had been the American Southwest united beneath the flag of the new California Republic, dedicated to old world values of democracy and the rule of law. As the Republic grew, so did its needs. Scouts spread east, seeking territory and wealth in the dry and merciless expanse of the Mojave Desert. They returned with tales of a city untouched by the warheads that had scorched the rest of the world and a great wall spanning the Colorado River. The NCR mobilized its army and sent it east to occupy Hoover Dam and restore it to working condition. But across the Colorado, another society had arisen under a different flag. A vast army of slaves forged from the conquest of 86 tribes, Caesar's legion. Four years have passed since the Republic held the dam, just barely, against the legion's onslaught. The legion did not retreat. Across the river, it gathers strength. Campfires burn, training drums beat. Through it all, the New Vegas Strip has stayed open for business, under the control of its mysterious overseer, Mr. House, and his army of rehabilitated tribals and police robots. You are a courier, hired by the Mojave Express to deliver a package to the New Vegas Strip. What seemed like a simple delivery job has taken a turn... for the worse. You got what you were
0: after. So pay up. You're crying in the rain, Pally.
1: (laughs) Guess who's waking up over here? Time to cash out. Will you get it over
0: with? Maybe cons kill people without looking them in the face. But I ain't a fink. Dig? You've made your last delivery, kid. Sorry you got twisted up in this scene. From where you're kneeling, must seem like an 18-karat run of bad luck. Truth is, the game was rigged from the start. And welcome to another episode of Geek Anthology. If you couldn't tell from not hearing the standard um, intro music, we're going to be talking about Fallout, yes. returning once again to the uh, to the, to the depths of, of the uh, of, of the subject we've been calling war. War never changes. <laughs> I'm not Ron Perlman. I can't do his voice. This was, uh, it'll be also by the, the, in this particular case, this is also the last one that Ron Perlman voiced the intro and and outro for. Him. He didn't out, he didn't voice, uh, four.
2: He had a part in four. He was the, he was the
0: newscaster. Um, was he? Yes. The guy from Diamond City? No, at the
2: beginning, on the television.
0: Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, no, that makes sense. I was like... But, no. but mm-hmm. the Diamond City News guy, like, has a high squeaky voice and is definitely not Ron freaking Perlman. No, no, yeah. No, no the guy on TV, you're right, the guy who announces the bombs are dropping. Yes. Uh, okay. Wow, this is what, three, no, not even three, this is a minute and 15 in and we're already off topic. <laughs> Actually, we're still on topic. <coughs> <coughs> still Fallout. But it's not the correct <coughs> Fallout game. This is true, this is true. That's what Ethan got on to us about when we talked, um, and kept us on topic for, for when, when we did Fallout 2. Yep.
1: Uh,
0: so, <clears throat> but first But we first have we ears. have geek news. Um, in case it hadn't been mentioned last time, I'm pretty sure it had been, but in case it hadn't, Red Dead Redemption 2 dropped. It is, by many regards, the best Rockstar game that has <laughs> ever. ever been made. Um... Something that didn't get nearly as much press that I want to bring attention to is apparently Rockstar QA and other people uh, were working 100-hour weeks during crunch which is inexcusable. Like <coughs> if you if, if if you have to work that hard to meet your release date, then you set your release date too soon, right? Um, crunch is not it, it is a thing that everyone accepts as a reality in, um, in the world of, of video game creation, and it doesn't have to be. Right. Like, you're right. We have to do an episode where I just rant about the video game industry for a while. Um, <laughs> and and Mike tries to argue <coughs> ag- against my logic. Um, His logic against your logic. And I sit over here and go, yeah, uh huh. My, my my humanity against his against his no sorry I'm I'm being mean to him because he's not here no, by no. the way um, <laughs> Mike is not here at the moment because he's out trying to kill Bambi's mother and I just triggered half of you Mwahaha. <laughs> uh, no he he's he's I'm hunting he, it's it's opening weekend he's hunting um, we wish him happy hunting because I so rarely get to use that in a literal sense <laughs> uh, <laughs> bon <Bonchance. laughs> <sighs> um let's see Spyro Spyro reignited came out which is apparently really really good too like it fixed a couple of the only real problems with the that the initial Spyro game had which was slightly wonky wonky camera controls <coughs> because nobody knew how to control a camera for 3d platformers back in the mid 90s <laughs> like, and we have since gotten pretty good at that, and apparently, that's like the thing they did for Spyro. Other than updating the graphics, they made they made, they made the camera better, and now you've got a now you've got what was like a you know an eight out of ten game. Now it's a nine out of ten or a ten out of ten. So. Right? Because <laughs> Spyro games were fun. They were. Um, any other good news? Uh, so I'm trying to skip, I'm, I'm trying to delay the bad news as much as possible. Yeah, no. Um, uh, Fantastic Beasts. Fantastic Beasts 2 came out. I haven't seen it yet. I was going to go see it on Thursday, but I ran out of spoons, so I didn't go see it. Um, and then um, The Girl in the Spider's Web. Yeah. Um, which is uh, another movie set in the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo um, series. World. Yeah. I would yeah. say universe, but it's really just Earth. So, it's not like Fantastic earthy. it's just like, here's another movie in Swedish Earth. Yeah. (laughs) Is what it is. Yeah, um...
2: And then, oh, let's see what else is. um, Some things came to DVD. mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I know Incredibles 2 is on DVD
0: now. Oh, cool, I, I should finally actually see that. Oh, um, Ben is happy about this, and I am... Pseudo happy about this, but not really. Fallout seventy six got its official uh, launch this week. Yep,
2: I spent two days downloading it. Your internet sucks.
0: It does. <laughs> I live in the sticks. Yeah, you you live out you live out in in central nowhere. Um, Actually, I live out eight miles past central nowhere. Ah, okay. That's where I that's where I get it mistaken.
2: Right. Right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I live out and my, my internet is crap.
0: But you have a nice house.
2: I do have a nice house. A very
0: nice house. house and some land behind it. and Cows. Yep. Not my cows, but cows. But cows. <laughs> you know. The apocalypse happens. You could probably wrestle some of them. If apocalypse happens. I could probably just trade for some of them. Yep. And Yep. Society collapses. I'm going to Ben's place. So... <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, come, come zombie apocalypse, you know where to go. Mm-hmm. Just make sure you bring your gun and some ammo.
0: Yeah, I need to get some, shot, some shells for my shotgun. One of these years, I'll actually keep shells in my house and not just a useless shotgun. <laughs> it's a big club in 12-gauge? <laughs> well, I mean, it is a big club. It's, it, it, you know, it's a, it's a five-and-a-half-foot-long big club. I could very easily beat someone to death with my gun. <laughs> yep. <So. laughs> but it doesn't yeah. shoot very well. <laughs> so, we delayed the inevitable long enough. <sighs> yes. Um, Stan Lee died. Yeah. And as I said about a year ago, um... Stan Lee's eventual death will result in this podcast's first ever official moment of silence. And so, as soon as Ben has a handful of sunflower seeds, a moment of silence for the passage of Stan Lee. Excelsior, Stan.
2: Excelsior. And now we know how long the moment is.
0: Yeah, about that long. (laughs) About that long. (laughs) And who's the other guy who died whose name I can't remember? William Goldman. Yes. I'm really bad with, like, it's Stan Lee, yes. That's that's why I can remember him. William Goldman. I literally found out about that this morning, okay? Mm, Yeah. And, yes, he's the guy who wrote The Princess Bride. And other things. But the Princess Bride. But primarily the Princess Bride. Yeah. The book and the screenplay. That's mm-hmm. well, that's one of the few things, like, it, that's actually kind of interesting. Very often, the adapted work for, for theater, for screen, is not written by the author. And the author usually almost always doesn't even have input. In this particular case, he actually, like, co-wrote the screenplay. Yeah, he wrote the screenplay <laughs> and then wrote the book. It's, it's almost like what it was like, but... Uh, yeah, I can't. I I thought the book came first. I think the book did come first, but I think the book was always intended to be a screenplay. Yeah. So it. So yeah, and, and he passed away, which. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Have it, fun it, storming it, the wish, castle, William Goldman. <laughs> as you wish.
2: Um. But also in geek news. Going back to Stan Lee, Bill Maher put his foot in it.
0: What? What are you? Maher
2: Well,
0: well, I mean, Bill Maher put his foot in it. That's not particularly news, but what exactly did he do?
2: Um, let's see here. Bill Maher, Stan Lee. Basically, um... There. There, wow. Trending in the news. Bill Maher, Stan Lee. You don't even get Bill Maher's name done and Stan Lee comes out. (laughs) Damn. Um... (laughs) Yeah, it's oh man, all the fuck over. Um, well, Bill Maher slammed for distracting... Uh, so let me see if I because uh, it's like take your pick on
0: Google. Um, I'll take the USA Today article. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's it's got questioning the importance of comic books. Yeah,
2: um, and only in America, you know, only a country that you know loves comic books could elect Trump. <clears throat> um, is. Here we go. America's in mourning, deep, deep mourning for a man who inspired millions to, I don't know, watch a movie, I guess. Um, but when, uh, and nothing against comic books, but when he was growing comics were for kids, and when you grew up, you moved on to big boy books without the pictures. Uh, something happened, adults decided they didn't want to give up kids' stuff, and so they pretended comic books were actually sophisticated literature. Oh my uh, god. I don't think it's a huge stretch to suggest that Donald Trump could only get elected in a country that thinks comic books are important.
0: Yeah, no, I want to egg his house right now. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong, Bill Maher's an asshole. He's always been an asshole. Yeah. He doesn't know how to be not an asshole. Exactly. He portrays his opinions as facts... In a very asshole manner. Yep.
2: I mean, he he's really...
0: I mean... Um, <clears throat> I look forward to hearing from the lawyers of Bill Maher. Bill Maher, you're an asshole. No doubt. You are an asshole. Um,
2: <clears throat> Bill Maher sure didn't mind taking that check to appear in Iron Man 3, though. Someone pointed out... <laughs> I mean, um, and anybody who thinks Stan Lee um, and comics did not, are is not a you know is doesn't God, the mutants, the X Men, that whole thing. Yeah, it's the civil rights movement. Exactly,
0: exactly. In a in in a form that is more easy for white folks to understand. Boy, you slipped into your white folks accent. Too. <laughs> the D dropped out right out of understand. is more really, well, simple for us white folks to understand. Yeah, I was going. Damn. Well, <laughs> I, you know, I, I lived in the, I lived I lived in Louisiana for a couple years. Now, th- theoretically, that should mean I should uh, I should end up talking a little bit more like this. But um, I was raised in Texas. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, you no, know, I do sometimes slip into a white trash accent. I know how to, I know how to speak white. Yeah, I was just saying that was, as my girlfriend said, that was almost
2: scary. You <laughs> knew that way too well, but yeah, I mean, Stan. But he also took on so many things. I mean, um, the Hulk was rage. Mm-hmm. Spider Man was great power and great responsibility. Yeah, he was an everyman. Um, you know. The Black Panther, I mean, he introduced and Luke Cage, I mean, Marvel Comics, not to say that he was, you know, behind all of those. No. But he was at the helm of 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 Marvel Comics making sure that those things came out. And yeah. He was behind every single one of them. hmm And I mean, God.
0: Stan Lee, if he didn't do it, he influenced it. Yeah. You know? He was He was, he was important. Oh yeah,
2: I mean, he was just a massive. He was and is is a cultural icon. Yeah, living and post living, I mean, he is always going to be. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know, one of my one of my favorites, one of my favorite Stan Lee memories is not just a single moment, but it was every single episode of Who Wants to Be a Superhero. It was one of the few shows where the hosts and the producers did not induce the, um, the uh, you know, the participants to be dicks to each other.
0: Yeah. Because Stan Lee was also one of the producers. And he was like, no, superheroes cooperate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You, you know, he was always, you never do this. This
2: is something that a superhero, and I was just like, oh, my God. You know, this is something you could win this guy the show, but Stan's docking him points on it because it's not superheroic.
1: <laughs> awesome!
0: I mean, that show was—I mean, I didn't watch much of it, but it was not like that was because I was sick and tired of reality TV show at that point. T- right. TV at that point. Yeah. It came out at the wrong time. But it was so good. Yeah, I uh, I, saw, I caught some reruns of it once on like USA or something. And... Yeah. It was, it was, you know,
2: but That was Stanley in a heartbeat. In a, in a, in the nutshell, is you mm. know Excelsior, which is always upward or always forward. Yep. Ever upward or always forward. So yeah. Because I was looking for the one word to sum him up, and he'd been giving it
0: to well, us Well, it's years. it's always been Excelsior. Excelsior. It really has. Yeah. Enough said. Enough said. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, uh, yeah. I
2: mean, hey. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh,
0: uh, so, spoiler of the week. Well, I mean, the spoiler of the week, I believe, is uh, is probably that with great power comes great, great responsibility. responsibility. Yep. I mean, I'm not sure that's really a spoiler, but it's worth mentioning one more time. Always. Yeah. All right. Um... Small little plug. What's Neil drinking today? Because I got something to drink today that's not water. I am uh, drinking Reeds. <laughs> yeah, well, not well. I mean, I have no problem qualms with drinking alcohol. I know. As evidenced. But, um, oh, no, we're drinking Reeds Extra Ginger Brew, Jamaican-style ginger beer, which is, um, you know, with... It, it has 26 grams of fresh ginger. Um. I,
2: I took a sip and my hair instantly turned red, which is really interesting <laughs> because I don't have any. <laughs>
0: but So I'm drinking Nuka-Cola. Sure. Right? That, that looks like Nuka-Cola diet to me.
2: Diet Nuka-Cola, yeah. You know there is no Diet Nuka-Cola in the wasteland. You're right, there isn't. There should be. <laughs> the there really cheesy. should be Diet Nuka-Cola. Nuka-Cola right? With you know, all it does is you know, doesn't heal anything. Doesn't uh, <laughs> just doesn't
1: gives give you, you rads.
2: <laughs> yeah, does it? Yeah, just
0: gives you rads. And, and, and half and, a cap. And half a cap. <laughs> no, well, it's still gonna have a cap. But well, yeah, uh, but 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 I would I would imagine that no one wants the diet nuka cola caps. Well, there's no there's no differentiation between the caps. <laughs> I know. I'm just I, I'm but, just being. But I'm being flip.
2: It probably takes care of you know takes care of dehydration like nobody's business.
0: No, because it'll have caffeine, which is a diuretic.
2: Well, even normal Coca coco would have caffeine.
0: Yeah, lots of caffeine. Yeah, well, I'm just saying like soda does not actually assist with dehydration; it helps to dehydrate you, technically. Shush, it's liquid.
2: <laughs> I cherish my I cherish my ignorance.
0: <laughs> so. um... Fallout New Vegas. Fallout oh, New Vegas. We tried to record an episode on this like what? A year ago at VisionCon and yeah. then we didn't for what like I think we both fell asleep because it because VisionCon was specifically tiring that year. Yeah, we had to <laughs> walk eight miles to get well between getting from con I'm, to the room. I'm sorry, the room I picked
2: sucked. No, that wasn't that wasn't you, that's the, the hotel. I mean, first of all that's that fucking hotel. And hotel is huge.
0: Uh, but then there was that. Well, and no, no, the not no. The, 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 the last year we saved the Best Western, remember? Oh, that's right. And we it was the, the one there. on the hill. Yeah, we didn't walk there. We drove. You're right. No, you're right. It was just it was two years ago. Shoot, we haven't recorded this. We haven't recorded this episode this for a while. series for a couple years now. You're right. Yeah. No, no, we were gonna rec- report record at uh, at Consplosion. That's right, and we just didn't. But then we didn't because Consplosion was tiring. Right. Yeah. And panel panel. Yeah. And panel panel. <laughs> I sex with cars. <laughs> <laughs> I still have that gift st- saved in my phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We polluted we'll the Blue Ranger's mind. Listen to the Blue Ranger read
2: uh, slash fiction of himself.
0: That was the Blue Ranger from space, right? Specifically, not not uh, not not David Yost. Right. So,
2: Fallout New Vegas. Fallout New Vegas for a long time until Fallout Four came out was
0: my favorite. Um, it, it's it was my favorite of the newer Fallout games. Fallout 2 is still my favorite Fallout game. It's still the game in, that I've logged the most hours in.
2: But Fallout 4, I've mean, like 1200 hours in.
0: Yeah, no, I I, I Fallout 4 is the, se- the one I've logged the second most in. Yeah. But um and I'd say and I would say that Fallout 4 is is pre- I prefer it to Fallout New Vegas and 3. Yeah. Just in my opinion, you can't beat Fallout 2. It's just a different favorite. But yeah, so Fallout New Vegas... See what I found recently? Ah, My actual old CD for Fallout 1. I have one of those, too. I have one and two. So
2: there was... Fallout New Vegas... One of the things I liked about it was you weren't a vault dweller.
0: Mm-hmm. Although that that, that was something I liked, and also there was an interesting critique of it that... um, that both had merit and didn't have merit. Mm-hmm. Since you were a courier but you had amnesia, it would have been interesting to run into more into people who actually knew you from the past other than Ulysses. Ulysses. Ulysses is the only person with whom you had any history. Mm-hmm. It would have been interesting to have a little bit more of that.
2: Yeah. Um but they, man, they, they use the hell out of that. Mm-hmm. That whole thing. But we'll get to that when we get to
0: to the DLC. <laughs> yeah, because so, all the DLCs actually had an inter- interconnected storyline, which is really cool. That was way cool. Yeah, but the basic line.
2: <clears throat> one thing I loved about Fallout New Vegas that even, um, even Fallout Four didn't get was they had the absolute best enemy.
0: Kaisar's Legion?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, nice and kind of like unequivocally evil. Mm-hmm. But
2: with the best of intentions.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know? Um, when, you, when you read about him, I mean, he was a follower of the apocalypse who just, you know, went wrong. Um, but, I mean, it had a full backstory, and Legion, man, they were tough, but you got some good shit off of them.
1: Mm hmm.
2: You know? Whereas with Sense, oh my god, I will not carry an instant laser. I will not carry an Institute laser pistol to save my
0: goddamn life. When I first played a little bit, I, I picked up the Institute gun because I had a lot of microfusion cells. Mm hmm. Um. And I was running out of ammo for my shotgun at the time. And you used all of those damn shell,
2: cell... Microfusion cells just to kill the fucking Rad It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that good either. I mean, it did half what the... I mean, like it felt like it did half what the regular laser pistol did.
0: I could. Well, I don't know. I had a pretty high science perk at that point, so... I know, but so once uh, again, we're off topic. Yeah. we will have to do Vegas. <laughs> well, but yeah, but, but
2: uh, Caesar's Legion or Kaiser's Legion, which I liked how that was there was that that dichotomy, mm-hmm. because Kaiser's Legion was what they called
0: themselves.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Everybody else called them Caesar's Legion. Kaiser well, Caesar is actually how it should have it, it is how the Romans would have pronounced it. Yeah, exactly, which Biscolla would have
2: known. Um, but everybody else just called it Caesar because mm-hmm. that's what they saw and read. Uh, you know, Caesar's palace. Yep. That's what all that's all, all it was. Caesar was pissed because they had his house. <laughs> Except he wasn't fighting for the house, he was fighting for Hoover Dam. He was fighting well, everybody was fighting for the house, but that's because Mr. House.
0: <sighs> that was that was the other thing. It was really interesting to how House was kind of playing both sides against the middle.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He was,
2: and and I love that with that one. I mean, in general, you could run it one of four ways: Caesar wins, NCR wins, the house wins, the house always you. wins, or,
0: or you win. Yep. and Because you can you can take control of house. You can kill him. Mm-hmm. Was house? Wasn't house was a robot? An AI? AI? No, no, no. He yeah. wasn't. He wasn't. was a
2: he was in a, uh,
0: basically an iron lung. Ah, yes, that was it. That, that, that's how, I always get it confused, because he communicates with people via television screen. Mm-hmm. That was through me. Yeah. It was, and I always get it confused with Eden from 3, who was an AI. Yeah. And you could have. Yeah. <clears throat> Want to take over the occult? <laughs> right?
2: Well, and Yes Man.
0: Yes Man was just hilarious. Oh yeah, it was the Yes Man win that, that, that was is technically your win.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No gods, no masters. Mm-hmm. But I honestly never actually finished New Vegas quite. I, I never did here. I never did get quite get, I never finished know, the, the main court storyline, I should say. The battle for Hoover Dam? Yeah. I played through all the DLC. I played through Lonesome Road. Um which yeah. is the which is the big end of The Courier's actual storyline. Right. And that was like, actually kind of, I felt like, the problem
1: mm-hmm.
0: with the game. <clears throat> I mean, I, I really like the game. And New Vegas was back in the West, which I like the fact that we have that... Because that, it started in California. Yeah. And now it's New California, Republic. The two-headed bear. Mm-hmm. I want to get that flag at some point, like... When I, buy, when I get a house, I'm going to get a flag pole. I'm going to fly the new California Republic flag on <laughs> the
2: flag. I want the NCR flag, and I want the, common, the United Commonwealths of, of
0: America <laughs> flag. Because that's just a cool flag. Yeah. But, um, so. but um, I felt like part of the problem was mm-hmm. when I bought it, I bought the Game of the Year edition. So, I got all the DLC, so I played the DLC at points when you sh- theoretically would in a main, in a main playthrough, like level wise. Mm-hmm. Which is exactly the way they were designed to. Yes. The problem was, since they had a more contiguous storyline, mm-hmm. because it was all building up to Ulysses and, and, and the Lonesome Road. Right. I didn't have as much investment in the actual primary story. Right, exactly. Because the primary story, I mean, you're, you know. The primary story was kind of weak because it's, you're a courier. You lost the thing you were trying to deliver. Go get it back. And I did that. And then, like, theoretically, there's supposed to be another step. And then you become embroiled in the Hoover Dam conflict and I missed that step somehow. Right. Well, see, I know that when you give the Platinum
2: Chip back to House, um, and there's a point where basically he wants you to upgrade the Securitrons, mm-hmm. um, and you have to get, you, you get uh, approached by a uh, Fermentari outside, uh, outside of one of the casinos.
0: Okay. okay. One of these days I'll reinstall it and just play through the main storyline.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um... Mm-hmm. I would Turn on some sort of god mode and just play through the storyline? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because... Okay. So we have, you know, and
2: the, the thing was, one of, one of the things I liked about it was how nuanced the villains and, and the various factions were. Because, you know, you didn't want Caesar's Legion to win unless, you know, you were just wanted to be an absolute bastard. Yep. Um, but the more you looked at the NCR... The more you saw a nation, um, that's word I'm looking for. The more you saw a nation that was reaching it, the limits of its ability to, uh, to expand. The NCR was getting as big as it possibly could, and it was time for them to stop growing for a while.
0: hmm. You know? Unless they got Hoover Dam. Even was, with
2: even with Hoover Dam I mean they controlled Hoover Dam to start with yeah um, they already controlled Hoover Dam they still couldn't get enough power that's why Helios one became so
0: so very important I turned it into a, into a death laser so <laughs> because why wouldn't you turn it into a kill sack <laughs> what <laughs>
2: Here we have it.
0: <laughs> okay, so there's that in me. Well, no, that was the best thing, was killing children with it. And you, you got that from a child. Yep. Got a little kid running around New Vegas with a death ray in his hand. Well, he doesn't realize it because it's the control module for the Helios One Killsat. Right. See, I never did t- turn it
2: into a death ray because of death rays, bad for you. Just like, you know, disintegration beam. What's the difference between a ray and a beam?
0: Volume. Well, no, I always thought, you know, rays are more line. Beams are more O's. You know, ooh. Yeah, true. So. This is true. But,
2: anyways. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so. Things in general about Fallout New Vegas. Um, Fallen New Vegas is where we started to see the first hints of weapon modding and armor. Yeah,
0: there wasn't um, much, but there was some customization that you could do. Exactly. There was some, like three things you could do to any given
2: gun. Yep. And then along comes Gunrunner's Arsenal. Yep. And ammo types and. Yeah, that was one thing I did not like about New Vegas was you had, instead of slot number two, hitting number two, change the ammo type in your gun.
0: I kind of liked it. But, different strokes for different folks. Mm -hmm. The Gun Arsenal was was a really cool DLC, though. Yeah, it was.
2: Because it, you didn't have to jump through a lot of hoops for it, you just had the stuff. <laughs>
0: yep, it was just added to
2: the shop inventories. <laughs> yes. Uh, and oh my God, what they added to the shop inventories. <laughs> I think the Marksman's Rifle was my favorite. There's Marksman's Carbine,
0: yeah. I don't remember the Marksman's Carbine off the top of my head. But I've all, I, I was always much more of a pistol, so... Mm-hmm. Oh, and, okay, so one of my favorite guns, though, the 127 millimeter
2: SMG. There are very few things that could stand up to that. Death Claws. Down.
0: <laughs> well, that's a, that's a nice-looking gun. Which one? Marksman carbide. The Marksman Carbine, yes.
2: Nice, looks
0: like a little, like little M four. Yeah, it does. I'd say it looks more like an AR fifteen, but <laughs> uh, same thing. Same, same. Seems they're built on the same on the same chassis. Same, same receiver, right? <laughs> well yeah. uh, It's it's the receiver that's different. That's the only difference between the AR fifteen and the M Right, the, the, the same chassis four. though. Yeah. Same
2: lower receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, now I went through. Um, I love the mechanic for making you go the long way to Vegas. Let's just put something in there. You cannot possibly survive if you go this way.
0: I don't remember that. Death claws and Sloan. Oh yeah, the Death Clause in Sloan. Yeah. Let's not pass them. Uh. Because I played I I always played the sneaky bastard. See, the so did I. Um, who had a hundred points in stealth. I, eventually had a hundred points. Of Turned stress. on the stealth boy and, <laughs> yeah, and said, "Hey, you're you death claws. I'm not gonna fuck with you. Bye."
2: <laughs> so yeah, until you found someplace on the other side of it. Yeah, but um, what was interesting. I find you know is that, but it still it it made you go the long way around. Mm-hmm. Uh Which really
0: opened up a lot of stuff. Novak was awesome. Yeah, Novak was cool. Um. Novak was the, was, isn't Novak the first one you hit, the first place you hit? Mm, prim is the first place you hit. Prim, yeah. Yeah. I get it out of order, but that's because I tend to play the Fallout games out of order. Right. Like, eventually you get speedrun tech, like in Fallout 2. You go from Arroyo hmm. to San Francisco. Right. You skip every, you skip the whole thing because you now you know where San Francisco is. And it's
2: not like it's <laughs> going to move.
0: <laughs> Not like San Francisco going to move anywhere. Yeah, and then you go from San Francisco to Navarro and get your power armor at level one.
1: <laughs> Ta-da!
0: Well, actually, by the time you finish that one quest line, you've gone up eight levels, too. So, like... <laughs> right.
2: Exactly. Now, now you have power armor, and yep. you don't have to worry about powering your power armor. Yeah. Because that wasn't a thing until four. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um So what else about New Vegas? I like the tutorial area, mm-hmm. which was Good Springs.
0: Yeah, Good Springs was it, it and what was really cool about that is you had a bunch of stuff that you had that you could do in town. Yeah. But eventually like at what at some point you would you would hit the wall around town and it would say, You're about to leave the tutorial area. Do you want to continue or do you want to finish the tutorial first? It's like shoot i thought the tutorial area was the doc's office (laughs) (laughs) because that's where you learn to walk and look and you set your stats and yeah yeah, i mean after that you're you're golden right um no like there's an entire opening tutorial quest line which is really cool yeah because then sunny smiles teaches you to shoot
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Which is really good. That's
0: a really good little quest line. Yeah, go out and shoot the cans. Yep, and then let's go out to Good Spring Source and shoot the geckos. Ah, uh, yeah, geckos. That's the thing I miss for I've missed in Fallout Four. Was geckos? Geckos were fun. Cause Reef. not to mention you get to skin the geckos. Right, and you had
2: gecko meat, and you got gecko hide, and gecko eggs. Yep. Um, which you could turn... I think you could turn the gecko eggs into an omelet.
0: Omelet. Mm-hmm. Well, and that was also a callback for me mm-hmm. to Fallout out, too. And the gecko skinning... Um... Yes, in... Uh, not Arroyo,
2: but the ne- first city you're actually supposed to go to... Klamath. Klamath. Klamath Falls.
0: Yep. If you go to Klamath, you can learn how to skin geckos. Mm-hmm. Um, from... <sharp inhale> Uh, Klamath Bob? <laughs> um. <clears throat> th- actually, well, you, you gotta do a little bit of a thing where you gotta go to the den slightly. Right. And you gotta, gotta, gotta rescue him. No, you, got, it's, you gotta rescue Smiley the Trapper. That's, yeah, that's who it right, is. That's Smiley, that's right. You're doing your pause, Ben. No, I
2: just have to stand up.
0: Okay. <sighs> um, and Smiley teaches you how to skin geckos, which is what your main source of money, if you're playing the game straight, for the first, like, yeah. For the first, like through Vault City. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, and so yeah, gecko skins and uh, like well, geckos in this game are fucking fast.
0: Yeah, we I mean, had Fallout, New Vegas. They're, they're they they, they tr- truck. I I was a little disappointed that I don't remember seeing variations of gecko. It was just geckos. In you no, know there were there were especially once you get a when when you get into. Uh, <clears throat> it's been way too long since I played four then. Because uh, I don't remember there being variations. Uh, in, in, in in New Vegas? In New Vegas, yeah. Oh, God, yes, there were fire geckos and golden oh, geckos. Okay, so they did still geckos. have those, I just forgot. Okay.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, fire geckos you did not want to step up on. No, because they breathe fire. They would immolate your ass, yeah. And then when you get into, uh, it's not Honest Hearts, is it? Yeah, it is Honest Hearts. The one in the camp? In the in Zion, Yeah. You get the fucking giant green geckos. Those things are huge, and yeah, they will spit like fucking. Uh, oh, what are the the spider like uh, frost uh, frostbite spiders? They will spit from a distance and get you. Um, but that's that's getting a DLC. But yeah, I mean you had a, you had a broad range of things. Giant ants, giant scorpions, geckos. Um, And then all of the raiders actually had specific factions. Yep. You had your powder gangers, you had your cons, you had your fiends. Um,
0: That's... You also had... uh... Caesar's Legion. You had the you had the uh, Rangers. Yeah, you yeah, had the NCR Rangers, which were a bunch of bad hombres. I love their armor,
2: especially the NCR, the black armor, and the Sequoia. Oh my God, that thing would shoot a tank. The rifle, pistol, in forty-five seventy.
0: Is that the thing I'm thinking of? Which one? Um... What'd you call it? Um... I'll look it up. I've got the Fallout wiki open. And I'll tell you if it's the thing i was thinking of. You said the Sequoia?
2: Yeah. It's an NCR Ranger weapon. It's like a, hey, you retired, you know, from from the Rangers. Which good luck, you know, good on you for surviving that long.
0: It is not the gun I'm thinking of, but which one are you thinking of? I can't remember what the fuck it's called. Um, it was the it was the rifle pistol. Um. Uh, the two twenty three. I think so because there's a 12.7 millimeter pistol and then there's a 223 pistol. I think it, I think I'm, I think I might be thinking of the two. I'm gonna keep fighting out.
2: those are the two that were done in uh, you yeah. know in, in rifle calibers or SMG calibers.
0: Come on, you stupid machine! I got a new laptop. It's good, but yes, the two twenty three pistol is the one I'm thinking of, which is very obviously modeled after Decker's gun from. Uh, from yes, because with the twin triggers. Yeah, from uh, what you call it. Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Thank you. That was always my that, that was my pistol of choice and I guess it was only in Fallout One and Fallout Two that's sad yeah um, No, it's in Fallout it made a very very be- made a very loud noise <laughs> it was in
2: Fallout uh,
0: Fallout New Vegas not according to the wiki it's only listening listing it as in shouldn't close the thing but. Yeah, according to the wiki, it was in Fallout 1 and Fallout 2. And that was it.
2: Oh, wait a second, wait a second.
0: For an overview of 223 pistols in the Fallout series of games, see 223 pistol. I'm sure it's been modded into every other Fallout game, because it's kind of an iconic pistol. It was the, in Fallout 1, it was the best small guns gun okay And fallout, uh, fallout 2 is the second best small guns pistol so. and we need to cut out all this silence <laughs> or maybe we won't and just okay. it also makes
2: uh, it also makes an appearance in Fallout New Vegas labeled as that gun and as the 5.56 mm pistol in New Vegas aha. Is what it is. It's
0: that gun.
2: The mo- pistol's appearance is modeled exactly after Decker, Decker's handgun in Blade Runner, right down to its double-triggers and red, red LEDs. Yep.
0: Yeah. Okay, so so it was... The 5.56mm <clears throat> pistol in New Vegas. <coughs> <sighs> yeah, there it is. It's that gun. Mm-hmm. Now, also... My other favorite in that
2: one, simply for the effect, is the, um, is the, um, the Mysterious Magnum.
0: Because it was, uh, it was the Mysterious Stranger's Magnum, because... Well, not only that, but, um... Hang on a second. This is the game that started having really fun, um, what you call them too um I like unique items were a lot were a lot more fun in in, in New Vegas oh yeah kind of awesome and you fun. in Fallout three the unique items were kind of meh they they really went they they New Vegas was the return to the fun um yeah it really was because fallout three kind of took itself a little bit too seriously right because fallout's always been a real weird mix of serious, you know, end-of-the-world shit and wacky, like, I and, and the perfect, um, the weird, the, the perfect, um, yeah, I made the noise. Whatever you, yeah. Yeah, whenever you, uh, whenever you put it, drew it or put it away. Yep. Um, but, it also had the perfect, um, the the perfect return to form in the wackiness that Fallout Four did luckily keep in, uh, with the I think it was called Weird Wasteland. Yeah, trait. It's also a wasteland. It's also a trait you can get in
2: uh, in New Vegas.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, because no. it started in two, didn't it? Well, no. In one and two, there was just. Um I'm sorry, Wild Wasteland was what wild it's called. Wasteland. Yeah. But in 1 and 2, you just had special encounters that were weird. Right. Um, like in Fallout in Fallout 1, you can run into the TARDIS. Right. Um, and then it leaves and there's a motion sensor that just got left there. Mm. Uh, in Fallout 2, you can find the bridge keeper from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. You could also, also run into King Arthur and his knights, and the holy hand grenade. And you can run into. Um, well, the holy hand grenade had to be modded in because it was dummied out, but still. Right. Um, I think you ran into Mad Max because that's what we kind of. Well, no, Mad Max. Mad Max influence has been a lot more um, because, like, the leather jacket is just Max's jacket. Right. Flat out, and the. Uh, the highwayman, the the Chrysalis Motors highwayman was modeled mm-hmm. after the interceptor. Right, and
2: then um, the uh, There's another thing you could do. Um, well, and then in um, in New Vegas, you know, you find like the guy in the refrigerator, and you get his his Fedora.
0: Yep, and that was thanks to the Wild Wasteland trait. Yep, and that was and that was a thing that was really because. You could play this serious game, or you could bring the wacky back, and you had choices, and you had a choice in that matter. Yeah, and I think
2: I think I I mean I always t- took the you know the wild wasteland trade. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just one of those things because it's just not the same game without it, without a little bit of wackiness in it.
0: Yeah, um, my the best one. One of the best. Um, what you call it in? Um best the encounters you get from from uh, Wild Wasteland in my opinion mm-hmm. is definitely uh mod's muggers. Oh yes, when you're
2: uh, yeah, when you're getting the stuff for the for the sex bot.
0: Mhm. Yeah. And um are you know a bunch of people and there's three elderly women um in Red dresses that hit you with rolling pins. <laughs> yeah, you know it was like, you almost feel bad shooting them. They would, they would kill you. And... Uh, looking back through just the Wild Wasteland thing, just so great. Yeah, it was.
2: It was just like, um, and that's what I've loved. That's what I've loved about it. But again, you know they. New Vegas was the t- I think of the games the tightest because there were no just raiders. Yeah, there was fiends. There was the vipers. There was the the powder gangers. The, the cons. Um, it was just all the way through, um, and, and you know, you had some yes, they had some really good uh, voice acting there too, and you could I love you know that you could also. Um the thing I didn't like about it was that you got to a point where you had won as much as you could from the casinos.
0: Yeah, that that bothered me a little bit. Right. It's like what do you mean I can't pl- what do you mean you won't let me play poker anymore?
2: Right. You know, or or I've played all the poker I can, but also now I
0: can't play r- r- roulette or, or slots. Yeah, that was I felt I felt that was very rude, especially in the, uh. In the. Uh, I think it was Dead Money DLC? Mm-hmm. The one where you're at the completely compute the completely robot run. Uh, <coughs> um. Uh, casino? Uh, casino, yeah. But well, you couldn't play there, could you? Yeah. You can
2: get chips. Yeah, but you used them in the. You, there, wasn't, there wasn't an actual game there.
0: Yeah, there was. In. I feel yeah, like there no. was. Uh, I could be crazy, but. You know, me being crazy is not news. <laughs> Let's
2: see here, Fallout figures. Actually, I'm just going with dead money.
0: Which introduced
2: one of the, um, one of the best sets of NPCs. God and Dog. With the D- Dean Domino, uh and um,
0: oh, all all of them. Okay.
2: Yeah. And oddly enough, the two characters that were dead. The guy who created the park. Mm-hmm. And then the, uh, the woman that he was in love with.
0: You know, why don't I just actually go get my mouse for this damn thing? Yeah. As opposed to trying to do this with, with a trackpad. Right? And that's why, because somehow I accidentally closed my web browser. Uh Ah. But yeah, I loved loved a lot about the Sierra Madre. I just hated getting out of that damn vault at the end. (sighs) Well, you couldn't get out. That was a thing. Oh, you could. Once you were in, like, the treasure room? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, the trick was it was making the run back before it closed. I don't remember. I, I thought it was designed so that you couldn't. You weren't supposed to be able to get out. No, you could get out. Um, that was the whole.
2: That was the point of the whole thing, was to trap uh, Father Elijah down there and then make them run out or kill Father
0: Elijah down there. Yeah, because I was pretty sure it started to close the minute you took anything.
2: Um, no, there's uh, there was a there was a a fight with Father Elijah, and then after that the. Um, the vault starts to close, and you have to run out. Mm-hmm. You can make it, but the trick is don't take too much.
0: Pretty sure it was dead money. That's the one, yeah. that's Sierra Madre Casino. Yeah. Yeah, you could you could play for Sierra Madre chips because the security because uh, there were holograms that would uh, that would run that there were holographic. Uh, Dealers, yeah. Huh. And we have the Brotherhood of Steel's continual downward, sh- d- downward slide and downward slide into uh, totalitarianism. Right. I. Mean, they were always kind of dicks, but they were they were still on. They were still definitely on the side of the angels in the first two games. And in Fallout Three, they're like, you know what, no, we want we want we want our, our we want we want our our people to be we want we want our, our Brotherhood of Steel to be less uh, benevolent. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
2: I think that's the thing. It's the
0: and then in Fallout Four, they're just outright—you know—we're going to completely eradicate this entire species because we think it shouldn't exist. Right.
2: Yeah. We're going to completely eradicate sense. But you know, I can get—I can see that because most people have the same—you know—the same opinion of sense. Oh, they're a danger. You know, danger. Will Robinson,
0: in danger? Now do I need to pause? No. No. Just walking, my foot fell asleep. Aha. It's going to be up all night.
2: <laughs> you need to make sure you face the microphone when you talk. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I love, I love the story. I love the, you know, the mods, the beginning of the mods. Um, uh-huh. You couldn't do much with armor. That's true. You had to repl- you had to repair it, but you couldn't do much with it. And then mm-hmm. um, you had, um, what else that did Fallout? Now, one thing I did not like about Fallout... Uh, New Vegas is it did not have fast keys for anything else. Everything had to come from hitting the tab to get to the uh, to get to your to your pitboy. You couldn't pull up the map by hitting M. You couldn't pull up your inventory by hitting I. Um, everything had to you had to pull up uh, you had to hit you had to hit your uh, your pitboy and then everything went from there. I don't remember that being the case, but okay. I just, yeah, I've just been playing it. Okay. So, I yeah. I feel like there were key lines for that, but... Um, I, yeah. I mean, you could you could switch weapons out, which was nice, um, but... That Maybe number, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, but then number two always switched your ammo, mm-hmm. which sucked. Sucked ass. <laughs> it really did, man. I was just like... Because um, I like being able to go, you know, I have the whole thing. And that's something I th- I'm glad they got rid of in uh, in uh, Fallout 4. Because you didn't have uh, different kinds of ammo. Yeah. Except for grenade launchers, I think. And I think they got rid of grenade launchers completely.
0: They got rid of grenade launchers. You could have different kinds of grenades, but you could only have one type of grenade equipped at a time. Right. And
2: you, uh, in order to throw... A grenade, you actually have to equip it as your main weapon,
0: in in Fallout. Uh, yeah, in whereas, in, whereas in whereas in in four, you just had to hold the control button and then release it. Go let, or that alt button. The control
2: button was what made you sneak. Whatever button. Yeah. You, whatever and then, button you had it bound to. Yeah, and then when you let it go, yeah, and I love that ding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, grenades. I never kept grenades in, in New
0: Vegas. I've never used grenades in all of Fallout. Oh, Fallout Four! Man, me and grenades are friends. <laughs> well, that's because you and I play Fallout Four very differently, it seems. No, no,
2: I I sneak like a I sneak like a mofo. But if I'm going up against a houseful of like uh, of stingwings or you know a ton of a ton of uh, a ton of uh, um, a whole group of of um, like ghouls, oh, you can bet those bu- those buggers are getting a grenade.
1: <laughs>
2: Here you go. <laughs> um, but I only it doesn't I only, break stealth. If you do it right, you throw it right in front of them, and when they break stealth to come at you, they are right on your grenade. Well, that's that's my thing. I just use silenced weapons and mm-hmm. oh yeah, I will I will use <laughs> silenced weapons. Uh, suppressed weapons, you know, all day long. Yeah, no one hears me. Yeah, no one hears you. You know, that's why in uh, in Fallout Three, one of the first things I did, I would always hit, uh, I would always hit the uh, the the Anchorage, you know, the uh, the Anchorage simulation. Yeah. And then I would also hit the pit as early as I could, because then you could come back with that assault rifle that was, or those those badass little assault rifles that were suppressed. Yep. The perforators. And so yeah, I mean it was just like, yeah, if that with a silencer, God, I was yeah, I was death. But so Fallout New Vegas, Fallout New Vegas. Um, that's why I like the. That's why I like the suppressed uh, varmint rifle. Mm-hmm. But you know, give me with a sniper rifle or, uh, the you know, but I like some of the you know some of the groups also the whole thing with the boomers.
0: Whole thing with the boomers. Yeah, Nellis Air Force Base. Ah yes. Yeah. Where they got you the
2: uh, they got you the scuba
0: suit. <laughs> yep, because you needed to go down and and, uh, and. Raise the bomber from the lake. Yep. So. Or uh, the uh, the guys just short just south of uh, the starting town. Um. The the ghouls cool. of the in the uh, in the rocket facility. Oh yes. Uh. Yes, the bright followers. Yeah. Yeah. I always sabotage their rocket like an
2: asshole. I always got them... I always actually corrected their course and got them on their way. Uh, because later on they come back and help uh, help Novak uh, recover. Boon, my favorite companion. Favorite companion of that is Boon. Uh, because the spotter perk. Whenever you're aiming, any enemy shows right the hell up. <laughs> Yes, it is very, very nice. Um, although Eddie always was always with me, um, although and, and of course you got was, uh, uh, Day Felicia Day doing Veronica, the, the voice of Veronica, uh, De the the girl the the former or the uh, the scribe that you meet at the one eighty eight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, who's actually um, Brotherhood of Steel? Yep. And we we see Jacob from from Fallout Two. Jacobstown. Um, again, voiced by Michael Dorn. Yep. there's I mean, so many good
0: quests, and, and um, I really need to play through New Vegas again because it's the one I have. I n- have the least. Memory of yeah, well,
2: and again when it gets when it gets to my favorite one of my favorite parts about the New Vegas that DLC kicks ass. So I think we need to give yeah, that I think its own. I
0: think now is the time because the DLC is where I can is, is where I is what I remember. Like like I said, the main story mm-hmm. had very little interest for, uh, to me for some reason. I Right. Well, I mean, because you can live with the status quo.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, but. Um, if I recall correctly, the order that you were expected to play them in mm-hmm. uh, were Old World Blues, was it
2: Old or Dead Money, because they um, released an order they were supposed to be played.
0: Let's see. Because Old World uh, Blues, Dead Money, I guess came out first, right? Wait a we go. But it also didn't begin the overarching second storyline. Yeah. Yeah, Dead Money was the first one pretty much. Then Old World Blues. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Then Honest Hearts. And then Lonesome Road. Yeah, and Lonesome Road was
2: always the last one you played. Yeah. I mean, you had to play that one last. you got to walk that one, and you got to walk that road alone. Yep, you can't take it. Well, you can't do it with Honest Hearts. You can't take a companion with you on any of them.
0: No. Um but that but Lonesome road literally said you can't yeah. you have to walk this road alone yeah so but that was also mainly because they had companions for the area that you' in yeah and that, those were cool. I, I loved old world blues
2: um, but, you know and, and the old blues, world blues
0: they uh, removed your brain you got to talk to it
2: yeah and your spine and your heart yeah so yeah and with that one suddenly at the end of it, even if you have your spine and your heart and your brain replaced, you got upped. You, Because you could get your, you could, or you could just keep, I always kept my brain, but kept my heart and spine, left my heart and spine, you know, in in, uh, in Big M.T. <laughs> <laughs> I left my
0: heart in, in, uh, Big, I left my heart in the Big M.T. Yep.
2: But, yeah, that was, I loved the, uh, the
0: the various, the scientists. One of the things that, that stuck out to me was, um, the, uh, one of the doctors, I can't remember who, was voiced by the guy who voiced Dr. Venture from the Venture Brothers. Oh, goodness, okay, um... Thaddeus Venture is voiced by a guy who will eventually be out- populated by my computer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but um, the one, the one female uh, in the in the whole group constantly talking about your penises.
0: <laughs> yeah, your little, your five little hand penises. Right. They're like, very disgusting. Yeah. Uh, I think, is, is my Wi-Fi working for you? I don't know. I'm, I've got 4G, so... Okay. Um, I'm wondering if my, uh, my router might need re- reset. I can find out. Just I don't know. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I think it was actually just my my well fi I need reset. Here we go.
2: But yeah, I mean, I, I think
0: the Melpoon needs fury, it's still there. Yep. Yeah. Um, it just my my thing stopped working for a second. Your thing stopped working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. James Ur, uh, Urbanyak. James or Banyak. Who also voiced one of who he he ended up voicing one of the doctors. I can't remember him. Yeah, I wasn't all that. <laughs> <laughs> I just it, it I picked it up because I was really into the Venture Brothers at the time. Right. Just <laughs> like just like I, just like I, I pick up uh, Peter fucking Stormair. <laughs> Stormair's voice <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> mm. So. Uh, it would be really interesting if I left this, this particular podcast in stereo because we have moved around the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's... Um, I think my favorite of the three, of the four, though... I mean, Lonesome Road is all on its own just epic. Yeah. It is like its own separate game. Yeah. But um, Honest Hearts of the three was my favorite area. Mm-hmm. I love going back there too. It's nice it it's green. You don't get much green. You don't get much green, so yeah, I mean, and that's that's the weird thing is is uh the one of the few uh, one of the few things that um, that I would ever write fan fiction for mm-hmm. is Fallout. Uh, and one of the things that I had thought of, if I ever did one, was I would need to do one where a character went through uh, Zion. But I just loved the, the the area, the characters, and the character of the area itself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you just had so much. And the survivalist. One of the characters that I never met that I loved the most. They called him the father in the caves. He was the guy who had all those little caves around that you'd go through, and he had traps and shit like that, but he had all the best gear. And you end up getting his rifle. Aha, uh-huh, yes. Um, and, you know, he talks about he basically survived the, the uh, you know, the initial, the Great War, and then lived in Zion for years and years, either destroying threats or... Um, you know, guiding what became the Sorrows and the, uh, and the, and, the white uh, legs. And, and not the white not legs, the uh, legs, uh, the, um, the dead horses. Ah, yes. So, yeah, that was just one great story you got to piece together. Mm-hmm. It wasn't part of anything specific, but you found his caches and you found his story and you found so much more to him than... You know. That's caches, by the way, to people who don't pronounce it weird like then. Cash is caches, yeah. It's a cache.
0: Cash is something I have in my wallet that I spend. <laughs> I always felt like Joshua Graham was built up to be a more of a a more imposing villain than he. Well, he wasn't a villain, though. I mean Joshua
2: Graham Oh I, the voice for Joshua Graham was awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: the voice for Joshua Graham was amazing. He that The voice actor of that quoted scripture with such
0: old world conviction. Yeah? Let's see here. Who was the voice actor? No oh. Josh Doman, apparently Josh doman, mm
1: hmm
2: <laughs> Josh Graham voice josh G- Josh doman, <laughs> but uh yeah, i Joshua Graham, I, I love the forty fives that you got from him Mm-hmm. those were good guns, those are nice little guns. put the silencer on him, oh no,
0: he wasn't the well, he was sort of the no, 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 that's the thing. That that was what always threw me off. What's that? Joshua Graham wasn't the villain. He just looked like he ought to be given every piece of promotional artwork about him. Yeah,
2: that was the thing. Well, he was the burn man. He was the Malpais Legate.
0: Yeah. You know. Um. But no, he was fighting against the, the white the white legs. He was trying to be a, mm-hmm. trying to be a, a good guy again. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he was trying to be a decent human being again, mm-hmm. but still violent. Thing is is that Daniel on the other hand was the ultimate pacifist, you know. And I was just like, mm, no, I can't get, you know, I want I want the I want the dead horses and the sorrows to still be able to live in the uh, you know, in Zion." Mhm. Um, which was, you know, and, and I thought it was, um, but even better. Oh, hang on a second. I know what I want to look up This <laughs> hurts. hearts. Um, the guy that, um, voiced, um, follows chalk, did such a good, um, was so good, you know, um, he, he sounded like a native, he, you know, he, cause I, I've lived, well, not, well, actually, yeah, I did live in, uh, in, in, uh, Tulsa a couple summers back and, uh, um, he just sounds so much like a lot of the native, you know, a lot of the Cherokee folks that I would, you know, um, that I would listen to, that I would talk to.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, where is his. I love the perk that he gave you, too, where whenever you found some, whenever you found a place, you know, several places around it would show up at on your map.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, Christian Lands. Christian Lands voiced him. Um, but yeah, you know, you would, you would get several other things um, that, um, you know, several places around. So, but, um, but yeah, there was just so much going on with that one. And, like I said, it was beautiful. It was, you could get all the brock flower in Xanderu. You could, you're, you know, and
0: make all the healing powder you ever need. I didn't do healing powder. I just hate the way it messed up my perception. Well, yeah. Yeah. But if you wanted it, you could do
2: it. Oh yeah, but you can also use uh, use those two to make uh, to make um, stimpacks. and root
0: are part of stimpacks. I didn't remember that. Yep. All I really remembered was healing powder, because Fallout Two. Right. Well, You stopped using healing powder real fast in Fallout 2 because stim packs were better because oh, they yeah. didn't lower your perception. Exactly, <laughs> and you could actually hit shit with it. <laughs> yeah, but, that, but the really cool thing that I liked about all of um, all, all of the thing, all, all of the uh, add-ons? DLC. All the DLC was the contiguous storyline of following uh, and uh, following and finding out information about this guy Ulysses.
2: Yeah, who is part of your past.
0: Yeah, he's the only person that's part of your past that you ever run into in this game. That was like going back to to what I was talking about earlier. That was something I was kind of disappointed by. Right. The fact that really these like. You never run into anyone else from the Mojave Express? Well, most of them are dead. Yeah, because Ulysses killed them all. True, because for a while he worked for, for Kaisar. Yep.
2: And, yeah, it just... But then he, I mean, yeah. And Ulysses' voice was awesome, too. Golly. David Cro- Roger Cross. Roger Cross. Um, didn't he familiar? That's familiar. Um... Cause he yeah, he just had just such a strong voice and the and again the voice acting in this game was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um you know it just overall the voice acting was amazing and it um, Uh, it's just nothing but good to say about it. I can't
0: think of any, any person, in any, any character in the game that I was just not, like, super impressed with. What do you mean, no internet access? Why do I stop having internet access from you, Mel Plomedy? But, um, yeah, because with... I must need to restart, restart my router.
2: Yeah. But with, uh, I mean, even in, even in Honest Hearts... You know, there's that link. <laughs> there's that link to uh, to Ulysses.
1: Yeah,
2: you know,
0: because he came through first.
2: Right, you're, you're always behind, You're always like a few steps behind him. Yep. Uh, and then in um, in Dead Money, you run into Christine, I think is her name, the mute girl who uh, who was with and and Father Elijah. Um, who ran into him in Big M.T., which gets you over to Old World Blues.
0: Uh-huh.
2: And,
0: um, but I, Ulysses had been through there as well. Yep, he'd been through everywhere that he went through. Right, and he found
2: his way out without having to, you know, save the day. Because you're still a slight bit more awesome than he is. Well, yeah, because you're the protagonist. <laughs> Yeah, you are the courier. So, um, but yeah, and I think it was interesting that, um, at the end of it, your faction uh, decided which coat you got. Because I always wanted to go with the Yes Man, the one that gave you the, the, uh, the old world, um, you know the stars
1: and uh, sure.
2: no the stars and the stars and bars because I think you can only get that one if you were if you were independent faction if you had more going on in the independent side than anything. You mean at the end of Lonesome Road or yeah at the end of Lonesome Road because you get three you get your choice of Kurtz jackets mm-hmm. and Ulysses was the one that had the the uh, old Commonwealths of the U.S. flag. Um, and that was always the one I wanted to. So I was always making sure I was way up on, uh, on the uh, on the Yes Man quest. <sighs> but um, like the, uh, and the like I said, dead dead money was the hardest one for me to get done with. But once you got out, I mean, also you had all that gold. <laughs> Which was great. Yep. I was always willing to, you know, risk getting addicted to jet <laughs> on that on that run.
0: <laughs> <sighs> yeah, my router had apparently stopped giving out IP addresses for a second. Ah, huh. it's like
2: no, they're all
0: mine. You can't have them. <laughs> so, yeah, that happens from time to time, right?
2: But um. Yeah, I mean, but again, overall, it just... Oh, so much good stuff going on. I always wanted to be an NCR Ranger after playing that game.
0: Oh, yeah, you got the make... You got... hmm Sorry. I'm remembering, uh... Making the Fist of Rar. The Fist of what? The Fist of Rar. That was my, uh... That was my big, uh, that was my main weapon of choice in uh, in, in New tra- Vegas. New Vegas? It was a unique Deathclaw gauntlet that you could only make after killing the Deathclaw, Rar, and taking Rar's hand. Is that one of the ones in the quarry? It's one of the ones in,
2: uh, in Lonesome Road. Oh, in Lonesome Road. Okay, Christopher Okay, so that's one, yeah. Yeah, and then when you walk the lonesome road, oh my god, I could not survive. Lonesome road is is hard mode. Yeah, that's fucking brutal. I mean, you have to go at that with, like, you know, a fifty caliber gun.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Because it was hard to survive everything that got thrown at you. Yeah, and you had so much... You had so many uh, freaking...
2: You almost had had to go at it with power armor.
0: Yeah, well, I usually went out with, in NCR, scout armor. Yeah. Um, Scout Ranger armor because that was, which was the iconic armor that you saw on the the box. Right.
2: Of course, my other favorite was the one you got from the big MT that would talk to you. The armor that would talk to you? Yeah, the stealth armor that would talk to you. Mm Mm-hmm. I thought it was just like, okay, my armor has issues.
0: I'm not sure I ever got that armor.
2: I always did, because it was, it was a good it was a good set of Recon armor. And you could set it up so that it would auto-stim you if you right. uh, got below a certain point. I remember there was the... Uh, <laughs> I'm reminded of the Angry Toaster. Oh, God, yes, the uh, the Angry Toaster, and it's love for mugs.
0: Well, it likes to eat mugs. Yes. Muggy? Ah, uh, yes. And then you had the, the mug that didn't want to be eaten, that didn't want to be left in the same room with the toaster. Right. <laughs> and they talked. <laughs> yeah, well, of course, you know, most of
2: your room talked to each other. Your yep. light switch talked to you. hmm I mean, yeah, the, everything in that place talked to to you. It was... the place itself was schizophrenic on its own. To a certain extent. I mean, good God. You get, I mean, you get into the big MT. First of all, the, the doctor, you had the one that was, uh, you know, you had was uh, Dr. Zero that only spoke to you in binary. You had the one who was obsessed with your penises. Your uh, hand penises. Everything was a penis. Your toes were tiny little penises stick to your feet. Uh, and you had the one that was obsessed with high school, you know, because his whole thing you have to go to his high school um, or there, there's a part that basically is his high school. Um, and then what's the other one? Because I know I know there are more.
0: They're just lying to me. The advanced riot gear was typically what I ended up wearing. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's some good shit. It looked just so damn cool. Oh, yeah.
2: With the advanced riot gear, you also had the night vision.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Whenever you crouched. I have to go home and play more New Vegas, even though I have Vault 76. Vault 76. (laughs) Vault 76.
0: But, well, I mean, you know, New Vegas is better, so
2: yeah, because I, it's
0: not a rust clone. This is true, but
2: um, yeah, it just and one thing. There's funny. Th- there's a, this funny thing going on there um, in New Vegas. Mm-hmm. There is a little place called Wolfhorn Ranch. Uh, it's on the road between uh, uh, the one, that the 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 town that the. Uh, legion burned, yeah, okay, and as you go up that up go up north there, and then there's a part where you go uh, onto the side that if you go a little ways there's there's a ranch that overlooks the road and then there's okay. that legion raid camp. Wolfhorn Ranch was ulysses home
0: oh yeah <laughs> I just remembered probably the the thing that I was most happy about seeing happen mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. New Vegas, mm-hmm. mostly because I never managed to make it to Harold in three. Oh right, Marcus from uh, what was had was in New Vegas. Marcus, super mutant. Yeah, that's Jacobstown. Yeah. Up in just. Yeah, up know. in Jacobstown. Yeah. I just remembered that just cause. Yeah, uh, because I remember. Wandering into Jacobstown mm-hmm. and having Marcus say something at me and while I was turning around, I was like, that's an awfully familiar sounding voice. Oh yeah, because it's Michael 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 Dorn. Well yes, I know. But then I turned but but I turned around and there's this super mutant. Right. And the name becomes up says Marcus. I was like. Holy crap! It's it's Mark because I I almost always recorded, re- recruited Marcus into my party in Fallout Two. Oh yeah, I mean, if, as long as you can survive his, uh, if, as long as you're not in front of him with that
2: fucking. Give mini him the gun. Vindicator minigun. gun. Right, because <laughs> he's like, man, he's a
0: tank. you like, oh, Marcus's turn is up next. I need to be over here. <laughs> well, my whole thing, my my team was all in in, in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, was I always got a 10 on charisma so I could have five companions. Ah, okay. And my team always consisted of Sulik, um, Tycho, or not Tycho, sorry. I think it was from one, yeah. Yeah, Tycho was from one. Uh, the guy who was the Tycho stand in from one. Um, oh, yeah, Dean or. Cassidy. Cassidy. Cassidy, um, Vic, Marcus and Goris. Right. If I manage to get the special encounter of the Cafe of Broken Dreams, Bye Bye Vic, Hello Dogmeat. Right. um, Because Dogmeat was a monster in Fallout 2. He was, and I I love that you get him...
2: (laughs) That seems a special
0: companion. Right?
2: (laughs) I love that you get the, the... the robot version of him in in New Vegas yeah I loved the Kings oh my god the Kings were such a fun
0: oh yeah the King. Th- that was a lot of fun yeah and you got ended up getting the robot dog
2: yeah and and oh oh and the Garrett's the, the, yeah. the Garrett siblings at because that was another place you could you know lose
0: and win a lot of money yeah I, always, I liked how the leader of the kings was the king. The king. I'm the king, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were all Elvis impersonators was the best part. <laughs> yeah, but there was only one who was really the Elvis
2: impersonator. That was the king. Yeah. I mean, there's only, because of all of the Elvis impersonators, only the king actually impersonated Elvis. You know, everybody else was like, hi, I'm a king. Hey, are you the guy that's doing all the good in town? Here, keep doing that. When it's the king, it's like, hey, baby, I'm the king. <laughs> we're all about being really cool, see?
0: <laughs> yeah. And I was like, where are the... You know, I was like... You gotta love how the kings were, were a street gang for good. For good, yes. <laughs> because the king, man. Although, the to king be king. fair, a lot of street gangs started out as for good. Yeah. And it ended up for good, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it just yeah the king and the kings were one of the few street kings I loved working with. Yeah, you know, going with the cons. You never bro. had any problem with getting hot, like, and and no one real, no one except for the people you ended up having to kill for them, mm-hmm. really minded you being friends with the kings. No, nobody gave you shit for being with the kings. Yeah. You can build up max rep with the kings. And nobody would give you grief except for the cons because the cons didn't like the kings, right? Because specifically the cons, yeah, because they were because they were beefing over the
2: same turf, (laughs) right? Well, the kings were also cozy with the with the NCR. Well,
0: yeah, you know. Well, I mean, they're 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 people looking out for the greater good. Exactly. Exactly. And you know the NCR ostensibly tries to do that, right? And so, yeah, the Kings were
2: always about taking... Yeah, the Kings of the Followers of the Apocalypse were right to go go-to. And that's where you could uh, pick up... The Followers of the Apocalypse, that's where you could also pick up Arcade Ganon. And the Remnants. I don't remember the Remnants. The Remnants were... Arcade, arcade was one of the Remnants. Uh, there was the guy that was in the cave. Uh, the gal that was, the, uh, the, uh, that was in Novak. Who was the uh, the vertebrate pilot? Mm-hmm. Uh, they can come to your aid at the uh, at the Battle of NCR, uh, at the Battle of, of Hoover Dam, but they have their own storyline because they're remnants of the Enclave.
0: Ah, yes. I'm trying to remember. Oh, oh yeah, Arcade Ganon. Mm-hmm. I remember him. The research scientist. Yeah, I always remember him having a silly name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, whatever. Right. And ambiguously gay.
2: Because if you go confirm bachelor, you can uh, you can actually end up in a uh, in a relationship with him. <laughs> Uh. And, uh, oh yeah, I mean, it's, like I said, it's such a. That game is so rich in its environment.
1: Yeah.
0: The statue with it's, the NCR Ranger and the Desert Rangers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it, it's one of those things where, like, Fallout New Vegas was where Bethesda started to hit its stride with 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 uh, Fallout games. Yeah, Fallout Four is sort of like it's kind of like it's kind of like Death Masks mm-hmm. from with you know with with Dressing Files. Mm-hmm. The earlier the earlier one is the earlier stuff isn't bad. But it really starts to pick up right there. Right, yeah. See, to me, Deadbeat was one of the best.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, where it really started hitting, really hitting stride. Same thing, with, yeah, where Bethesda says, yeah, this is what we can do. Ooh, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. And then they're like, wow, we got all let, Let's, you know, let's really pull out all the stops in Fallout 4. Yeah. Uh, and Fallout 76 benefits from everything you they learned in Fallout 4.
0: Except it doesn't have a, a living world because they're expecting the world to be populated by. By players. players, which yeah, I feel like that's where it's going to be missing the thing that's impo- most important, at least as far as I'm concerned, to Fallout games, which is yeah. why I, I'm not playing it. Yeah, well, I'm enjoying playing it. I'm enjoying the world.
2: Um, Did you get your hat? Didn't uh, you pre-order the hat version? I pre-ordered it. It's I actually ended up having to download it. Okay. So well, I mean, I it was it hat. was a
0: physical hat one of these days. Yeah, I, right? I know. I should I should get it at some point? I've got to see that eventually. I got to wear it. <laughs> but, <laughs> one but these days, i i I've told you that I'm trying that that one of the things that I've been kind of back-burnering in the back of my head for a while now mm-hmm. is building a suit of power armor to wear at conventions.
2: See, I would like a. I would get. I'd like to get a set of like a uh, Fallout
0: jumpsuit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and, you know, armor it up. Yeah, well, the whole thing I would definitely do is, if I did that, I'd have power armor, mm-hmm. and then I'd wear a 13 jumpsuit,
1: mm-hmm.
0: because I'm all about the, uh, the, the original the stuff. Yeah, VOF. Yeah. <laughs> I'd wear a Vault 13 jumpsuit, I'd wear a Pitboy. boy um, mm-hmm. I'd make sure it had 2,000 written on it. Pit boy 2,000, right? Because that was the original pit boy and I'd make a suit of, of T-51B. Right, T-51B Power Armor. Because I've got ideas about how to do it and have it be wearable. I just haven't had the time and the money and the inclination all at once. Right. i have shown you my 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 Fallout cosplayer guy, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I saw that. Because, you know, then I would just, like, I would... Have that just next to our booth at conventions because people would all come over and be like, "Hey, you've got Fallout armor." Yes, and we're selling books that have nothing to do with Fallout. (laughs) (laughs) Do you like zombies? (laughs) (laughs) We're pretty much out of time, but I think we waxed poetic about New Vegas for a while. Yeah, I think we're. Yeah, I mean,
2: New Vegas. Like I said, overall, just a good, fun game. Yes, indeed. uh, And I actually must confess, I am writing fan fiction that's starting in in New Vegas.
0: So. Cool. I don't know why, I've never understood why there's so much Mm -hmm. stigma over Fallout. Or fan fiction. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Apparently, this is something that I've definitely got to get my hands on. There was a D20 source book for a Fallout pen and paper RPG. Yes, there was. I did not realize this. I'm going to have to try and get my hands on a copy at some point. In any, ha- in any case, that'll be some, that will be something to be looked at in future days and future times. Very true. We hope to come to you with matters of more importance next week or next time. In the meantime, this has been Neil. And Wasteland Ben. And we will talk to you next time on Geek Fanthology. This podcast is a production of Working Theory Productions. It was brought to you by the letter O and the number 66. Opening theme typically is Ultra Mega Hyperstorm, and ending theme is March of the Mind, both by Kevin McLeod. Opening theme this week was the opening uh, cinematic scroll for Fallout New Vegas, used as fair use. If you enjoyed this podcast or know someone who would, please consider sharing it on your social media, sending us an email, leaving us a comment, reviewing us on iTunes, or in any other way, just sort of getting in touch with us. We really appreciate it. If you really enjoyed this podcast, please consider making a donation, either a one-time donation via PayPal, on our website, or on Patreon at patreon.com slash working theory. Every cent that we raise goes towards making this podcast better. A final thought. This episode was recorded before the reviews were in for Fallout 76. Not to say I told you so,
1: but...